going to welcome everybody to uh, from the preacher study. I'm Bob Hutto. I'm the preacher here at the Oak Mountain Church of Christ. Kevin Clark is with me. We've uh, been teaming up for well quite a, quite a while now mm-hmm. uh, and studying together. Well, we started out several months ago during the pandemic uh, doing a, an online Bible study. We've continued to do mm-hmm. that. We've had good response and good result from that. Good encouraging words uh, said to us over time. So. Uh, Hope that we're reaching people and that we're accomplishing some good in our study. We're in the book of Ephesians. We're mm-hmm. going to be in chapter 6 today as we continue our study of that book. We're in a section which addresses various members of the household. And so we've looked at what Paul has to say to wives and husbands and children. And he specifically addresses fathers here in Ephesians 6 and verse 4. We're going to, so we're going to talk a little bit today about fathers involvement and role in raising children. It's a super important subject, uh, one that uh, needs a lot of attention in our world, I believe. And so we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about that this morning. We're glad you're with us Mm -hmm. and hope that you've got your Bible handy, uh, either in book form or on your phone or before you in some way, or maybe if you're um, busy doing other things, you can at least recall this particular passage and, and we can think along the same lines and study together. Uh, in our session today. Kevin, any words of introduction? Sure. I, I think it's interesting that uh, no matter what station in life we find ourselves, what a role that we play, God has instructions for us. And so God has instructions for children. God has instructions for husbands. God has instructions for wives. God has instructions for fathers and mothers. And so wherever you fall on that continuum, God has a plan. This is the way you're to carry out your role. And so it behooves us to study those roles and and, and evaluate are we fulfilling our God-given roles? It's not just do it the way you want to do it, do it the way I've seen it done, do it the way it's done in my neighborhood. No, we do these things in a way that God has ordained because after all, he's the creator of the universe. He's the one that made us. He knows what's best for us. And he's laid out for us this roadmap of here's how to be the best child. Here's how to be the best father. Here's how to be the best husband. Here's how to be the best wife. So right. it's just wonderful that we have that instruction. That's great. So we're not we're not flying blind. Mm-hmm, we've got some instruction That's and right. we've got some guidance in God's word. If we'll read it and heed it, put it into practice. God created the ma- the marriage and family for mm-hmm. our good. It's mm-hmm. good for us if we manage it correctly, manage right. it according to his will. Of course, it can be a miserable situation right. if we neglect right. that or violate right. his will. Amen. Before we go further, let me just uh, you know, just kind of make a, a word of apology for those who follow, you know, oh, yeah. follow us. We missed right. a couple of weeks. We, we had scheduling conflicts and just uh, things like that that interrupted us for a couple right. of weeks. But we're we're back on schedule, That's and it. we That's appreciate it. everybody being Very here. Glad to be here. So let's talk a little bit about the importance of fathers. Ephesians six and verse four, Paul says, "Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord." That's from the New American Standard Bible. I think you you read New King James, Kevin. Isn't isn't that right? But bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord, and that's New King James. Training and admonition. Mm -hmm. Older King James, nurture and admonition, Mm -hmm. or or words to that effect. He specifically addresses fathers. Mm -hmm. We've talked earlier about husbands being the head of the wife and being leaders in the family, being responsible for the direction the family goes in setting the tone and setting the direction for the family. And so you see that reflected here. Fathers, Mm -hmm. bring your children up in the uh, discipline and instruction of the the Lord. Don't provoke your children to anger. There's a huge problem in our culture with 
absentee fathers and fathers that are not involved, fathers that bring children into the world and then really fail in their duty as, right. as fathers. Right. I found a few statements I, I just wanted to go over and uh, that talk about impress upon us the importance of fathers. It's from Psychology Today, hardly a, a journal of biblical studies. <laughs> there, there's no question that fathers do play an important part in their children's lives. The majority of studies affirm that an involved father can play a crucial role particularly in the cognitive, behavioral, general health and well-being areas of a child's life. Having a positive male role model helps an adolescent boy develop positive gender role characteristics. Adolescent girls are more likely to form positive opinions of men and are better able to relate to them uh, when uh, parented by an involved father. It's generally accepted under, the, under most circumstances that a father's presence and involvement can be as crucial to a child's healthy development as a mother's. Absolutely, yeah. we have we hear so many messages today. Father's not necessary. Right, right. Uh, single mom is okay. Mm -hmm. It's just I just don't believe it. Mm -hmm. I just don't believe even our own experience and our own observation. I think is is contrary to that. Um, I've got several other statements here, but I won't take the time to read them. We just don't have that much time to go into it. But they're very similar to that. Um, one one uh, article says that there's a father absence crisis in America. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, 18.3 million children, one in four, live without a biological step or adoptive father in the home. And as a result, listen to this, Kevin, as a result, they're, they're at four times greater risk of poverty. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a father in the home, four mm -hmm. times greater risk of poverty seven times more likely to become pregnant as a teen, more likely to have behavioral problems, more likely to face abuse and neglect, twice as likely uh, or, or twice the risk of infant mortality, more likely to abuse drugs and alcohol, more likely to go to prison, twice as likely to develop obesity, more likely to commit crime, twice as likely to drop out of school. It's devastating, really, it's, it's devastating not to have that strong male role model in the home. Now, an abusive father, that's, that's right, not, you know, right, but right. a strong, positive male role model in the home that a child sees day after day after day, that's, that's indispensable for Absolutely. a child. Yeah, there's a caricature out there of fathers that really portrays them really as just breadwinners. They just work, you know, work all day, bring in the money, and the kid raising is left to the mothers. And certainly the mothers have a role in that. You know, of course, Timothy 5 talks about when you're trying to figure out who is the widow indeed. One of the characteristics is she's brought up children in 1 Timothy 5.10. But here we have the fathers are given the instruction of raising the children. Well, you can't raise a child unless you spend time with a child. You can't raise them in the training and admonition of the Lord unless you spend quality time advising them, teaching them, instructing them in the ways of the Lord. And one of the things I like about this, too, is it's not just bringing them up in the training and admonition of anything. It's of the Lord. And right. So the training that is being dispensed is connected to, is tethered to God. And so it's different. It's one thing to say, okay, don't do this, Johnny, because it's going to embarrass the family. Don't do this, Johnny, because if you do these things, you'll wind up in jail and those sorts of things. There's something to be said about that. But we're saying, hey, Johnny, do this because this pleases the Lord. Don't do this because this displeases God. That's tying everything to the Lord, the training and admonition of the Lord. We want our kids 
to do the things they do, not necessarily just to please us, although there's an element of that, not just to please society, although there's an element of that, but ultimately to please God. That's the training of our mission in the Lord. Right. So I think that's a great point that, you know, we, we parents are interested and concerned and intent on teaching their children the things that they believe are important for the well-being of their children. And so we, we teach them the value of a good education. Right, right. You need to go get a good education. You need to work hard. You need to make good grades. You mm -hmm. need to put yourself in a position to make money and to support your family and mm -hmm. place a lot of emphasis and, and not, you know, not incorrectly, but, right. but place a lot of emphasis on, on that. Uh, we might place a lot of emphasis on their development as, as an mm -hmm. athlete. Mm -hmm. And uh, you need to work out, you need to run, you need to get your conditioning in, uh, you need to learn how to go from first to third on a base hit. <laughs> you, you need all of those kinds of things. So we right, place a right. lot of emphasis on, on that. And there are a multitude of things that we place an emphasis on in our children's uh, development. But this passage says, bring them up in yeah. the discipline of the Lord. Yeah, and like so that... Uh, that, that Includes a lot of lot of things, uh, teaching them the scripture, spending mm -hmm, time talking mm -hmm, with them about the mm -hmm, scripture, mm -hmm. taking them to worship, right. teaching them about worship, and all of those things. Right. And so you have, you know, the discipline of, you know, your whatever field you're studying in education. You might right. have this discipline that this is the discipline of the, of Lord. the Lord. Yes, absolutely. And really, we need to communicate to our children that that the discipline of the Lord permeates all other disciplines yes, exactly. that, that we learn and teach, and teach our children. Absolutely. And, you know, and the fathers have just got to be, you can't be these taciturn, silent, you never say anything. You have to teach. It's, it's like Deuteronomy 6, when you rise up, when you're by the way, when you lie down, Deuteronomy 6, 7 through 8. It's the idea of creating, and you said it very well, the father creates the tone, the father creates the environment, he creates the atmosphere of the family. And here it's an atmosphere of training and admonition of the Lord. I just, I love the fact that that's placed on the shoulders of the father. We can't abdicate that and say, well, my wife is going to do that. I'm going to earn money and that's my highest and best use. No, right here, we're given the obligation to raise our kids. So you alluded to Deuteronomy chapter six a moment mm -hmm. ago, where he says in verse, in verse seven, you shall, this is talking about the commandments of God. You shall teach them diligently to your sons your children shall, and you shall walk, talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when mm -hmm. you lie down and rise up and so forth. This is an intentional act. That's right. It's yeah. not, it's deliberate. Right. It's not accidental. <laughs> uh, it's not happenstance. It, this is an intentional act where you're intentionally teaching and right. communicating yes. to your children uh, the discipline of the Lord, you know, right. the, the ways of the Lord. And so uh, again, it's, it's not going to happen very well by accident. We're mm -hmm. going to have to give some thought to it and, right, right. and some intent to it if we're going to do Absolutely. it successfully. All right, here's, we've got just a few minutes to go here. Yeah. Uh, let's, here's some uh, seven suggestions for good fathering. Mm -hmm. uh, cultivate your relationship with your wife. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that we can do mm -hmm. to be a good, a good father. Right. Husbands, love your wives. Right. There's not a whole lot worse on a child than a home life full of fighting and screaming right. and lack of respect. And if your child sees that, mm -hmm, sees the mm -hmm. father belittling his wife, demeaning mm -hmm. his wife, uh, verbally abusing his wife, maybe in some way, that's not going to have a good effect mm -hmm. on the yeah. son, especially, or, or, the, or the daughter for that matter. Right, right. And so you want to be a good father, cultivate a good relationship with your wife right. first. Let me, let me just work through these and yeah, we'll go back ahead. to them. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, secondly, um, 
A good father not only gives his children things, he gives his children himself. Mm -hmm. And so spend time with your children. That's what you talked Mm -hmm. about that just a moment Mm ago. A kid spell love, T-I-M-E. I I don't know where I found that. I I must have found that somewhere. I'm not smart enough to to think of that myself. But kids spell love, Mm -hmm. Mm T-I-M-E. And so you're going to communicate your love for your children Mm -hmm. by spending good time with them. All right. uh, Fathers must discipline their children. All children want discipline, really. They, they, They don't want... Because a lack of discipline suggests just a lack of concern. Right. And so a, a, a parent that doesn't tell, tell his child no from time mm-hmm, to time mm-hmm. really is not seeking the best interest of the child. And so a child, a, a father especially, is what we're thinking about here, will uh, uh, administer appropriate discipline mm-hmm. when necessary. Uh, fathers should nurture their children. And so... This passage says, don't provoke your children to anger. Mm -hmm. A child who hears only criticism from a father is going to, in the words of Colossians 3, verse 21, similar passage, is going to become exasperated. Constant criticism Mm -hmm. tears a child down and discourages a child and breaks the spirit of a child. And how it's like to grow up in a home where you just think, you know, I I can't do anything wrong. Right, right. He's not pleased with anything that I do. Right. It's frustrating and exasperating, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and that produces bitterness mm-hmm. and anger. Mm-hmm. And so a, a father should nurture nurture his child, soothe and comfort mm-hmm. a child when he's upset and uh, lovingly care for him and bring him up. You're going to have to administer discipline right, at times, right, right. but nurturing a child is important. Teach your child how to stay calm in stressful situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, uh, a, a, a child is going to learn how to do that as he watches his father. Um, father should serve as a guide to the world. Teach your children how the world works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A father needs to teach, you know, when, from the time our children are born, as much as we might ha- hate to admit it, from the time we're born, they're born, we're really trying to prepare them for the time they leave home. That's right. And so you need to teach them, this is the way the world works. Mm-hmm. This is what it takes to get along. These are the dangers in the world. Uh, this is work hard. Here's how you manage your money and your time. And so you prepare your children to go. You, you know anybody who reached a certain age completely unprepared for life? <laughs> that happens sometimes. It does. It does. Well, that's up to, to me and to yeah, you to prepare right. our children mm-hmm. for life. And then we need to provide for and protect our children Man won't provide for his own. He's mm-hmm. denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. And be a good role model for your children. Your son is going to learn how to be a man mainly mm-hmm. from you. Right. And your daughter is going to learn about manhood and what to look for in a man right. mainly from you and you know my children from me. And so what am I teaching them in, in you know behind closed doors in the house? Mm-hmm. When they when nobody else sees me, but they they see me. They see how I conduct myself. What am I teaching them about what a man should be, and especially what a godly man should be? Amen. So just pick up on some of that, Kevin, and yeah, I, I and just, go with it. I was thinking that uh, I asked one time an elder, what's the best way to you know, raise godly children? Because obviously he was a man who was qualified uh, in that he had raised believing children. And he said one of the most important things is for you to live and to model the principles of Christ. So absolutely, <clears throat> the teaching component is there but also modeling what you teach. 
Because the thing that undermines the faith of so many kids is to see the teaching not line up with the lifestyle. And so the dad says one thing, and he goes out and does something else. The dad emphasizes the importance of learning the scriptures and teaching and going to church, but he doesn't go to church. He doesn't read the Bible. He never sees uh, his father studying the scriptures. He never sees him teaching classes. Uh, he tells the son, don't use profanity, but the father uses profanity. He tells the, son, uh, the daughter, don't use alcohol, but he's using alcohol. So one of the most important things we can do as a father is to live the very principles of Christ that we're teaching and trying to impart to our kids so that there's consistency. We all hate hypocrisy, and especially yeah. it's damaging to children. Yeah, that's right. Well, I hope we've been able to, in the short time we've spent on this, we're going to spend a lot more time yeah, with yeah, it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But I hope we've been able to maybe uh, cause us to think a little bit, especially if you're a father and you're watching this, how you're relating to your children, mm -hmm. uh, how, you know, how well are you doing to fulfill God's role for you as a father in the home. Super important. Mm -hmm. uh, it's hard to it'd be hard to overemphasize its importance. You know, any fool can produce a child, <laughs> but it takes a special person to be a father. Amen. Amen. It takes some work. It takes some thought. Mm -hmm. It takes some intent. Right. But we can do it. You can. We can be effective Absolutely. fathers, and we can fulfill our responsibilities as this passage teaches us to do. Amen. It. So we appreciate everybody being with us today. Mm -hmm. And uh, in our next session, we'll proceed to the next section here in the book of Ephesians. Uh, Kevin, would you like to close us out and sure. lead us in a closing prayer? Let's bow our heads. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you very much for the, the day that you've given to us. Thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for the study that we have. Thank you for your revealed will that we can understand your mind and how we should live, the roles that we should play. As we noted during the class, it is an amazing thing that you have set forth for us, a roadmap. Uh, if we find ourselves in the position of being children, there is a way for us to go. If we are parents, there's a way for us to raise our kids. Specifically, in this particular class, we've talked about fathers, and we're so very grateful that you've given us instructions on how to raise our kids in the training and admonition of the Lord. And we'd ask that, first of all, we as fathers will take that seriously, that it's our responsibility to set the tone and to raise our kids, uh, to impart to them spiritual truths, to be a teaching father but also to live the very things that we teach, the values that we spend time with them and explaining to them and showing them from your word, that we also spend the time modeling those in our own lives. We ask that we would be better husbands so that our children will see how a godly man and wife are to interact with each other in the bounds of, of, of matrimony. We ask that you would be with us, that we be more intentional in our raising of our kids, that we look for opportunities, whether it be going to school, taking our kids to school, uh, driving back from a ball game, uh, being at a sporting event, uh, being at home watching television. There's so many opportunities we have to impart this training and admonition that you've instructed us to, to give to our kids. We're so very thankful for our kids, and maybe one of the things we could have talked about and should have talked about is it's just such a blessing to have children. And let us as fathers realize that we've been entrusted with these lives, and we're to be good stewards to to mold and fashion and develop them into the kinds of servants that they ought to be and the kind of citizens they ought to be in this society. We'd ask that you would be with us, give us the humility to look to the Word, to look to our fellow uh, brothers in Christ, other fathers who have been successful, especially those men uh, who serve in capacities such as the elders, the deacons. One of the qualifications of those uh, capacities is that they have raised their uh, families right and they rule their families well. And so let us look to the examples that have been given by those folks and incorporate those things into our lives. And we'd ask for, for more wisdom, more understanding, more judgment, 
uh, more love, that we look out for the emotional and mental well-being of our children, as the Bible has said, not to provoke them to wrath, not to provoke them to anger, not to discourage them. We want to bring them up in a way that they'll be uh, model citizens and model uh, citizens of your kingdom. Please continue to be with us in the study of Ephesians. May we continue to bring out your truths, and may they be a blessing to all those that are watching and listening. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.